Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. So tonight, um, we're still continuing in that line, okay? Um, we're still going to be talking about demons. And today, I mean, the topic is territories. And, you know, when the flyer came out, when the flyer came out today and I saw it, I said, ah, the person that did this flyer, it was inside, it was in the spirit, you know, and it's very, very significant that here on earth, God hasn't just placed us here on earth just to wander or just to just, you know, move around aimlessly. He has given each and every one of us territories, territories, territories. Amen. To start today, uh, there are three things I want to state before we start. You know, and these three things are things that we've heard in the last three messages. Um, number one is that, number one is which, you know, which is what I just mentioned about your identity in Christ. It's the best thing that you can do for yourself to know who you are. You know, um, this evening as I was coming back, I had to message Pastor Tosin because I remember there was, you know, there was um, a set of scriptures that we call in him scriptures that we drafted one time. So I, I was trying to look for it and I'm sure that once we lay our hands on it, we'll share it to everybody. But this is a good time to go back into the scriptures to see who you are in Christ. So your identity in Christ, number one, is very important. You know, like I said before, it would open you up to endless possibilities. Two, you know, Pastor Lass said this over and over again, is that life, this life is very spiritual. Amen? Amen? This life is what? Very spiritual. You know, everything that happens here in the physical realm has already happened in the, in the spiritual. Okay, so the, the spiritual controls what happens here. Amen? And then the third thing I want to say, John 10, 10, please, can we open John 10, 10, please? John 10, verse 10. You know, it's a scripture that I'm sure everyone has seen over and over and over and over and over again. Amen. All right. It says that the thief does not come except to, can we read this together? All right. One, two, ready, go. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen. One of the things that you can settle in your mind also is that the devil's agenda, the devil has a three-point agenda. It has not changed from inception. Number one is to, is to steal. Number two is to kill. Number three is to destroy. Everything that the devil does is within these three boundaries. Everything he proposes to man, everything, every of his actions are wound up around these three things. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. So this evening we're going to be talking about demons again and we're going to be talking about the territories. And we're going to pray at the end of this, you know, because again, um, God laid very, str I mean, laid strongly on my heart, you know, and the territories that we are going to man today, our families, amen, our families, praise God, is anybody ready to man their territory? So I want to, I want to quickly go through something, it's a concept, you know, and then we'll flow into it. So. There is, there is something called the Convention of International Civil Aviation. So what are conventions? Conventions are agreements between states, between countries, between nations. You know, uh, so they come, nations come together, they agree on a particular thing, more like a treaty, but I mean, conventions are less formal than that. So they come together, and then what happens is that they agree on certain things. So this convention, the Convention on International Civil Aviation, I want to read three things, you know, and which I, we're going to use, you know, to um, explain some of the things that I want to say tonight. So, um, the part one of that convention talks about sovereignty, you know, and it says that the states 
contracting state, that is all the states that come together to form this convention, recognize that every state has complete and exclusive sovereignty over the airspace above its territory. It means that every state, every nation, you have complete sovereignty over the airspace. It means that nobody can just fly by will or they say it's by mistake. Planes just don't fly around. You can't just fly over anybody's airspace. Amen. Number two, of course, talks of territory. And of course, territory, you know, is deemed as land areas, territorial, you know, um, spaces and all of that. Waters, everything. Now, where I'm really going to is the article three of um, this part one. And it says that no state aircraft of a contracting state shall fly over the territory. Now, again, just before I continue, on this convention talks about civil aviation. So civil aviation is Dana and all of those that carry, um, what's it called, passengers and all of that. Now there's a difference between civil um, aircrafts and state aircrafts. So civil aircrafts are the ones who carry passengers and all that, they fly every day. But state aircrafts are the military aircrafts Police, customs, all those, you know, specialized and all that. So here, Article 3 says that no state aircraft of a contracting state shall fly over the territory of another state <laughs> or land without authorization by special agreement. Amen. It means you cannot carry... And I'm going to show, um, media please help me. So quickly show me what, um, the civil aircrafts and then we'll show what, all right, thank you very much. So, I mean, when you think of civil aircrafts, this is what you think of. You know, somebody's thinking in their mind already that, ah, this is the plane that is carrying me to the US. <laughs> no, all right, so this is what you think of, right? Civil aircrafts are these ones and all that. Now show me the military aircrafts. Now these types, are the ones that he said you cannot just fly anyhow you can't just fly over our territories anyhow without permission without special agreement you know why because if you look at these things already what comes to your mind amen i didn't hear you. what comes to your to your mind if you look at this guy this one is already shano ready to ready to attack so in this convention, it is absolutely wrong for you to fly this kind of aircraft over another state's territory. If that happens, you know what is going to happen? They'll shoot it down, straight up. No permission and all of that. Once they see, because it is assumed that when you come with this kind of thing over our airspace, you are coming for war. That is what, that is what it means. It is assumed that, you know, and you know the way they uh, monitor all of these things, 24 hours. So once they spot it like this, without any proud, they don't need, they don't, they just, they take it down. Whereas for um, civil aviation that flies over another territory, you know, they still, because passengers are there, so there's still value for life. So they, they, they mandate you, they tell you to go and pack in the nearest, aircraft, in nearest um, airport or something. But for, ah, no, these ones are not my focus for today. But the other ones, the military aircrafts, they gun you down immediately. Unless, for civil aviation, unless, unless there is intelligence that this civil aircraft that is entering is not what it is. It means that they have disguised. <laughs> it means that there's something inside and they are coming for war unless but these guys when we see them is war so they do what they gun it down immediately now this is where i'm going for the past three weeks i've been talking about demons and if i'm to liken demons to any of these two aircrafts is these guys they don't ask for your permission they won't until we understand that one demons are you know scripture says in hebrews 1 14 that angels are ministering spirits 
sent to what? Minister to us, the heads of salvation. It's not the same with demons. Amen. They are spoilers. They come to attack. They come to steal. They come to kill. They come to destroy. So an understanding of what they do. You know, because it seems to me like and what, what, what is happening nowadays, really, and I'm going to tailor it down a bit to this generation, is that we have treated demons like civil aircraft. We have treated them like they are not coming to harm. Meanwhile, they are coming with full fire. Amen. And just like any state or any country will do, when you see them around, you don't pet them. You don't ask them what they are doing. You take them down immediately. Amen. How many of you will get home one day and then you walk into your house, you find a stranger licking your pot and then you enter. Good evening. And then you go. How many of you? Can I see your hands up? What would you do? I didn't hear that. <laughs> you don't just walk past that person like that. Why? Because an intruder is in the house. What do you do to intruders? You chase them away. They don't say, you don't ask them. You don't bargain. Like, ah, how is the food? Do you like my food? Would you, would you ask them, how is my food? Is it sweet? No. You do what? You chase them out immediately. And you know, Pastor Shola mentioned over the course of these three weeks. Simple and short. Demons are meant to be cast out. Amen. They are meant to be what? Cast out. And the earlier we start thinking, the earlier we get that thought of, you know, sometimes when we hear demons, the first thing that comes to our mind, when we talk about casting out of demons, the first thing that comes to your mind is that, oh, this pastor's work or you know the five gifts of the spirit <laughs> the earlier the better the earlier we get that thought out of our mind that this is not just Jesus said these signs shall follow those that believe he didn't say pastors he didn't say bishop he said these signs shall follow those that believe in my name they shall cast out demons. So we don't legislate. Stop legislating what you should be doing to somebody else. What do I mean? When you find an enemy in your airspace, in your territory, what do you do? You chase them out. You chase them out immediately. You chase them out. Praise God. And today, like I said, we are going to pray because there, you know, in the parable of um, parable of the wheat, you know, um, the workers went back to the master. They saw um, tears growing among the wheat. And, you know, he said, an enemy has done this. There are things that are happening that you have seen over time in your family. There are things that you have seen over the years. You have almost felt helpless like it has come to stay. But God is saying today, from the beginning, this thing was not so. From the very inception of time, these guys were not there. And again, like I said, we need to go back to listen to those messages again because some of the things I'm saying, I'm just picking up from there, really not going back to say it again. From the beginning, these things were not so. So you have seen over time a particular ailment in your family from probably your great-grandfather to your grandfather to your father and then it's almost getting to you and then you are scared. There's so much fear gripping you. Because you're not sure what is going to happen next. You're not sure if it's going to come, if this thing is going to continue in that line with you. And that's why the first thing I said is that you know who you are in Christ Jesus. 
scripture says that we are seated with him seated with him you know like pastor said that when it comes to hierarchy of power it's not god the devil and us scripture says we are we are with him seated with christ seated with christ somebody say it to yourself i'm seated with christ i'm seated with christ that is your position that is where you are amen and if you look through the scriptures which will give you an indication of what you ought to do when you notice things that are not supposed to be everywhere jesus went to if you find one particular place in the scripture where jesus went to and he encountered demons and then he just walked past has anybody seen that place in the scripture every single place that he went to what did jesus do if you check there's so many of them so many scriptures cast them out why because as long as jesus was concerned himself and demons could not coexist in the same territory they could not stay together in the same place he couldn't have encountered a demon and then just left it and just you know walk past and say you know peter let's go though. this one will be fine no every single time he encountered somebody that was demon possessed or under influence of you know demonic activities jesus always always i repeat always cast the demon out so why would you see something going on in your life that is not in par with what god has promised that is not in sync with what god has said or what he has said in the scriptures to you and then you let it pass you know what god told me this evening that most of my people feel helpless and that can only come out of a place of not knowing who you are not knowing the power that is you know there is nothing there is nothing that the devil brings at you listen to this there is nothing that the devil brings at you that you do not have the power to overcome by virtue of who you are in christ jesus there is no situation there is no family problem there is nothing call it whatever name it is there is nothing that the devil throws at you that you do not have the power to overcome by virtue of who you are in Christ Jesus so child of God stop feeling helpless stop running helter skater stop going left and right looking for who will help you solve this problem when God has placed it inside of you stop running stop and you know sometimes when we talk about demons people are scared because of a lot of things that you have probably seen and you know there has been so much projection of the negative supernatural that people don't even know that it has become so real to them than the real thing you have seen it in movies you have seen all of those not like they are not there not like demons are not real not like they are not there but they don't now become your reality they don't make you cower in silence no amen they don't make you stay there and feel helpless praise God praise God so for every time Jesus encountered one let's read Luke 8 very quickly Luke 8 from verse 26 Luke 8 26 not once not once across the scriptures not once not once did Jesus cower all right I'm just going to read it says then they sailed to the country of the of the gatherings which is opposite Galilee and when he stepped out on the land there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time and he and he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness verse 30 Jesus asked him saying what is your name and he said legion because many demons had entered him and they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss amen 32 then the demons went out of the man and entered into the swines and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the lake and drowned amen amen 
So if you look at various accounts through the scriptures, there was not one time that Jesus came, to, came face to face with somebody who was possessed or who was under the influence of demonic activities and then he left him and just went out. No. Jesus always confronted him. Why? Because demons, now we must understand that demons, they have a leader. Amen? And who is their leader? The devil. Praise God. And if you remember the message on believer's authority, you remember where you are and where the devil is. Nothing compared. Amen. Far above. You're seated with Christ. That's your position. So the demons and whatever and whatsoever, they have a leader and their leader, their gang leader is under you. Amen. Their gang leader is where? Under you. Now, I know that you have seen that thing for so long. It has almost become your reality. It has almost become what you have come to know. In fact, for some of us here, you have seen this so much that you have, you have wondered, would this thing ever change in my family? But God is calling you out today to man your territory. God is calling you out today to man the territory, your family. Because why? God wants to what? bring out from you a pure breed. Amen. So none of these things that have filtered down from generations will get to you. Why? Because by, the, by virtue of what Jesus has done, you have been set free. And then you have authority over them. Amen. Amen. And in this generation, you know, it's funny because there are things, you know, I think two, three weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was with Daniel, we're here in church. And I was just asking, I was just thinking through things like, there are so many things that we have normalized today. There are so many things that this generation has normalized. You know, and Pastor Lau was saying in one of the messages that therapy does not cast out demons. Amen. People are under oppression and we are sending them to therapists and we are just addressing demons instead of casting them out we are talking to them we are having conversation with demons and saying you know just you just just be fine you, you just take this or drink water drink <laughs> drink two liters of water every day it will help your mental state your your brain will be able to assimilate more and all of those things and then they are just and then the demons are just sitting down there they are with toothpick but this is salmon sweet oh. <laughs> and they are just there there's so many things happening today that it is purely infiltration of demons demonic activities in our midst and the world out there today this generation oh when you hear demons like oh it feels like something in the past. Some of you tell you, oh, there's nothing like demons again. It's just, we have used science to explain every single thing. There's always a reason why this is happening. There's always a reason. And the enemy is having a few time. You know, like I said, with that illustration, that you can't come to your house and see somebody in your pot, an intruder in your pot, and then you just walk out. No. But you know what the enemy is doing today? It's not just in the kitchen. They have set canopy outside in the compound. They're having a party. They're having a party and things are happening. Then we keep, we're, we're looking for explanation to everything. People are, people are, they have, they don't even know who they are again. Misplaced identities. And then we can't see that an enemy has done this. That from the beginning, this thing was not like this. It wasn't how it was from the beginning. I pray today that God will open our eyes to see the things that ought not to be that are in our lives. For us to rise up and take charge and take authority and take, you know, man your territory. Man your territory. So don't leave things loose or expect that things will just go back to normal. They won't until you step up to it and if you check that picture that was used you know um, for the flyer it shows a group of people holding hands together 
if an intruder wants to get into that place, into that bond, what happens? They push him out. As far as they are concerned, that place is their jurisdiction. Nobody enters into it anyhow. It's the same way in your life. You should not permit anything that is not of God. You know the funny thing about um, the parable of the wheat is that tears actually look like wheat when they are growing. So, most of the things that the devil is doing now, please let me put, put those um, aircrafts back up. Most of the things that, you know, the, the enemy is now in stealth mode. You know what stealth mode, is, stealth mode is? Amen? Stealth mode, infiltration. That's what happens when you're in stealth mode. They can't, you are there, but they can't see you. And that's why this night, we're going to pray for the spirit of discernment. Because you don't see those things with your physical eyes. You have been too stuck in the physical for so long that you don't see the activities of the enemy in your territory. You have been stuck in the physical that that is all you see. It was Kenneth Hagin that said, if God should open your eyes to the activities. And that's why as a believer, you, can't, you, you, don't, just, you don't just step out anyhow. You, don't, you are... You are, you are on the move. You are, you are a burning, you are a walking fire. It's like, you, as you are, you know what fire does? Around you, around you like this, you are clearing your airways, you are clearing your territory. So as you walk, as you go to work, you are speaking in tongues. And one of the things that helps you to do is to be sensitive. Praise God. So when we say, pray under your breath, is that it just quickens your spiritual mind. It helps you to be sensitive. Every single time you are walking in a bus, it's that same thing that helps you as you're about to step into a bus. You just feel that signal like uh, uh, red. And the, you don't know, but you just set and then you just walk out. We don't need to wait to know what will happen in the bus. <laughs> Amen? I'm not waiting to know. All I know is that I'm moving by the Spirit. As I'm speaking in tongues, as I'm praying under my breath, I'm clearing my airwaves. I'm picking things. Why? Because if God opens your eyes to spiritual activities in the air, that things that are going on, the enemy is not resting. Hope you know. The enemy doesn't go on a break. Scripture says he moves around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. That's what he's doing. So you see these guys. And they don't come, they don't come with... They're not coming with cheap um, this thing. But then you have the greater one on your inside. Amen. So the power at work on your inside is greater than whatever it is that may come against you. And that's why I said that there's nothing that the enemy brings against you. There is nothing that comes to you that you do not have the power to conquer by virtue of who you are in Christ. As a matter of fact, our position where we are staying is the point of victory. So it's really not a it's really not a contest at the end of the day. Where you are is a point of victory. So that's where you are fighting, that's where you are seated, that's where you are operating from. Praise God. Praise God. So when you see any anomaly any you know for some, how do you explain that from generation to generation at a particular age the same thing the same thing has been happening to individuals in that bloodline and then we say oh it's just it's um it's genetic it's genetics <laughs> it's genetics then we explain it again the devil is comfortable with you explaining it as long as you give him a free hand it's fine and then we explain everything with science and please don't get me wrong God is not against science, amen how do you explain that that the same thing happened and this night as I'm speaking I need you to think through your family, I'm serious think through your family line, think you know, there was a time, <laughs> there was a time I said for my wife that we had to sit down. Sat down one time, we're just discussing. And we're just, you know, it's, sometimes you just need to sit down. And sometimes, if you don't do that, you might, not, you might not know. And that's because sometimes we take things as normal. We just, you just point out some things that maybe have happened. 
you know, you just see some particular traces of things that uh, you don't, this thing must not cross over, never. And that's how you must take your life. That's how you must guard your territory. Because whether you like it or not, God has given each and every one of us a territory to man. Everywhere you are. So it's as simple as this. Like I said, there's nowhere Jesus went to that the demons could stay. There's nowhere. Nowhere. It meant that wherever he was at that time was his territory. Wherever Jesus was at that time was his territory. And he made sure that there was no way himself and demons could coexist in the same place. So don't take it. If Jesus did not take it, don't take it. If Jesus did not take it, do not take it. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. Praise God. Jesus went about doing good. It means that something had been turned bad. The enemy had done something bad. So Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power to correct that thing which was not so from the very beginning. So when Jesus stepped, so when Jesus stepped everywhere, he went about doing good, correcting every anomaly, everything that the enemy has turned upside down. Because that's what he does. He just comes to turn things upside down. That's all. So that thing that is happening in your family right now is not normal, sir. It's not normal. It was not God's intention from the very beginning. And today, you're going to take authority. You are going to take what? Authority over your own territory. And God just placed in my heart that tonight, families. Ah, you know, there's something I saw a long time ago. That if you don't know how it should be, you will get used to how it has been. You have seen it for so long. You grew up with it. You grew up in that system. They have told you that, ah, that's how it is. Oh, every now and then, you know, you just fall sick. How many people grew up with that thing? You know, at some point, it was almost a thing of that every month you must fall sick. Ah. That every three months. So for, for some of us, after two months and you're not sick, you're wondering, ah, that was happening. Because they have told you that malaria, you must always have malaria. It's normal. It's just, it's just pa. And you just let the enemy be strolling in your territory. Nah. Today, Okay, they are gone. <laughs> but that's their makeup. When they come, they come with full armor. How many people know that the devil is not nice? <laughs> and that's why I mentioned that. We read that scripture. John 10 10. Three point agenda. Nothing else to steal, kill, and destroy. Have you read the madman of Gadara? Do you realize that that's the name that we know him by? We don't know his family. We don't even know his real name. He was stemmed after what the enemy had put on him. Madman of Gadara. That's what the enemy does. Gives you a label that is not yours. So I decree tonight, whatever label that the enemy has put on you, has put on your family that God has not put. Today, I decree that it is yanked off in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever it is, whatever label it is, I don't care. Whatever label the enemy has, you know, ah. again, the devil is a wicked devil. Oh. And you see the demons, they are there to serve his bidding. That's what they do. You know what happens when a landlord is not happy? When a landlord rents, for instance, he rents an apartment to two people. And then all of a sudden, he finds that five people are in the house. You know what they call those three people? They are squatters. Demons are squatters. They should not be in your territory. If you find them there, that's not where they should be. You don't allow them. You don't give. You know what? Sometimes, have you realized that there are some squatters that then feel comfortable at home? They turn the place to their house. If you allow demons, if you allow them stay there, if you allow them squat for so long, 
they will become they will become um, omo, omo onile. <laughs> that's what they become so when you see them you know that this one so you are not waiting as you as you sight them like this just roaming about just carry your armor shoot down you are not waiting for order you're not asking god that god should i shoot down <laughs> as if no is no as if it's the one that sends them there you are not asking you're not you're not trying to find out that god this thing that is you clear your airspace it's your territory just like any nation would do you don't fly you, it's no no flight zone that's what it's called you don't you don't just fly anyhow and enter into my territory like that you enter i shoot you down straight up praise god praise god how many people are ready to man their territory jesus as he was leaving told his disciples in matthew 28 verse 19 said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me go therefore come on tell your neighbor say go therefore in that same authority go therefore in that same authority the strength of the enemy is death and that's what jesus came to conquer and that's why jesus will say oh death where is your sting there is no fear because death has been conquered because that's what the enemy pushes at you every single time and Jesus has conquered death he said oh death where is your sting it means I can't find you again why because you have been defeated you have no effect here any longer that's what the enemy capitalizes on but it's the same thing that Jesus came to conquer. So no fear. You don't chicken out when you see things that are not happening. Or you encounter somebody with a demon. You don't run. Where are you running to? They are meant to be cast out. You want them to be chasing you? No. And that's why I said, if you don't get rid of that idea, when you hear demons and you are thinking that ah, that's the work of the pastors you will permit what should not be permitted in your life because the pastor will not be always there in your house you know where the shoe pinch is in your family <laughs> you know you know where it is pinching in your family you have seen the pattern you have seen it long enough what are you going to do about it are you going to keep staring at it in the face until they create a mansion and build a mansion in your territory. Don't let the enemy build a fortress in your, within your territory. Don't. The moment you sight it, the moment you see it, take it down. Praise God. Praise God. And God, you know, God is counting on you. <laughs> Why? Because God has given you authority over these things. He has given you authority over demons. So God is waiting on you to cast them out. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore. Go. With that same authority. Jesus, you know, Jesus couldn't be here on earth forever. I can imagine how, how Jesus, you know, said that to them. He had finished the work. He had finished everything. And then just turned to them. He said, look guys, I'm going. This terrain is your terrain. Because even from the very beginning, when God said, let us create man in our own image, God's intention was that he will be there in the heavens and then we will have dominion here on earth. So when Jesus was coming, it was to restore that dominion back to us. That was what it was for. was to restore that dominion. God said, let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. You know, one of the stories I like at the beginning is how when scripture says that God blessed man. And then later on in chapter um, 2, thereabouts, it said that God, it said and God brought the animals to Adam. He brought them to, to see what he will call them. You know, in Yoruba, when they say, 
uh, when they bring something and say it's because the person who brought it he knows the answer like let me see what he would do so when they said when god said when god brought the animals and said to see what he will call them you know i believe i have this drama in my head i usually play that god when god brought dog and man saw dog he said dog one brought elephants elephants two he brought whatever hippopotamus and whatever it is and then the godhead after the fifth or i don't know the number one they just stood up and said let's go this guy is in sync because adam was pulling out of a source so if god was to name those animals himself he would have named it the same thing it's not because god couldn't name the animals god had given man dominion over the earth so i'm sure god wanted to just test and see like ah let's see after some time they saw that this guy was pulling was pulling the names out of god like this and just told them say let's go he's in he's in tune he's in sync that's the kind of person you are in sync with god so when god when jesus came he was to bring back that dominion that we lost at the beginning as a result of sin so you're going to stand up on your feet tonight i'm going to be praying for two things two things one is for the spirit of discernment because like i said you can't see these things with your physical eyes demons are not what you see by opening your eye like Pastor said you don't see it on somebody's face <laughs> you, you it, that's not how you don't see it on somebody's face no and it takes and that's why you know the prayers that we've been praying for the past two weeks there about which pastor Dayton also prayed this evening just before the word about sight you know what discernment helps you to do it helps you to see things for what they are like to see it for what it really is you know the enemy can disguise amen the enemy can actually disguise scripture says he actually disguises as the angel of light right so the enemy disguises so even your family there are things that you are seeing now that you are not taking note of you have not actually not seen it as the work of the enemy but until god opens your eyes to see it one day to dawn on you like ah what have i been looking at all this while until that thing dawns on you and then you stand up like no i can't take this again this is my territory i will man my own territory amen amen so this evening we're going to pray first of all we're going to pray for the spirit of discernment and then we're going to speak we're going to take authority over whatever it is that is bothering whatever i don't whatever it is in your family that you have seen for so long that you are not happy about and that you feel helpless about remember who you are remember who you are praise god remember who you are in christ jesus remember where you are seated come on lift your hands this evening i'm going to open your mouth and pray the lord grant unto me the spirit of discernment that you open my eyes to see beyond the physical to see things beyond what they are to see things beyond what they are come on open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth lord bestow the spirit of discernment that i see things for what they truly are no more will i just accept anything that comes my way no more no more, no more, no more, no more. Lord, open my eyes, open my eyes to see, open my eyes to see. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Lord, we ask, oh God, tonight that you bestow upon us, you bestow upon us the spirit of discernment. Oh, everything that we have taken as normal, everything that we have taken as normal up until now, Lord, open our eyes 
open the eyes of our spirit to see them for what they truly are in the name of Jesus. Oh, God open our eyes open our eyes open our eyes open our eyes Open our eyes. Lord, we ask for the spirit of discernment. Hey, every anomaly. Lega bara bakata kapakata. Oh, shabara bara rasha. We ask, oh God, that the eyes of our spirit is enlightened. Aya bara bakate kepokosa. Oh, yaraba sepate kapakata. The spirit of discernment to know. Aya barata to see things for what they truly are. That the eyes of our spirit is enlightened. Eyes are open to see. Spiritual insights. To the happenings around us. And now you're going to pray. You know what exactly it is in your family. God already told me there will be physical manifestations for some of them. You will see, you will see it, and you will know because you will literally see an end to what that pattern is. You will see it with your physical eyes. You would see it severe from the roots. And what we are doing here today is not to take it out from the stem. We are taking it out away from the roots no more no more so whatever activities that demons have enjoyed over over the years over generations today marks the end of it so you know what it is and deliverance is here amen deliverance is here amen so you are going to speak with the authority that you have in Jesus Jesus said in my name they will cast out demons in my name they will cast out demons. not in your name not in any other name but as long as you have the name of Jesus that blood that has been shed before the foundations of the world is still speaking and will forever speak amen as long as you have that name that is the name that we are going with we're not going with our name you're not going with God in the name of Ladi, no? Or in the name of uh, Bola, no? That's not what you're doing. You're going in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you know what that thing is, and then you will confront it. Enough of trying to chicken out of what has held you bound for long. We are not going to chicken out. We are not going to fear. Why? Because Jesus has conquered death. Jesus has conquered death. So what the enemy is fronting at you is what Jesus has already done. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to accept that pattern that you have seen for long. I don't care what it is. I don't care where it has started from. Today marks the end of it. Today marks the end of it. So right now lift up your voice and begin to speak into that situation. Begin to address that situation by name. Begin to address it by name and begin to take authority over such patterns in your family so right now lift up your voice lift up your voice and begin to declare call it by name whatever pattern it is 
in the name of Jesus. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Oh, we say no, we say no to any disease, every hereditary disease, whatsoever name it is called, in the name of Jesus, every wrong pattern that is not rooted in Christ, Every family represented here under the influence of demonic activities. Reko Sukopata. It was so ever from being sickness. Ayaka Pakata. Or was so ever from today. Marks the end of it. We take authority over such activities in the name of Jesus. Ekapata Kayala Katakata. Reto Koso. Ekapata. Rike Koso Kopata. Rekapala Katekete. Ekapata Kapakata. We severe by the roots in the name of Jesus. We take authority. Don't stop praying, don't stop praying. We speak to all form of diseases. We speak to all form of illnesses. Every form of anomaly in every family represented here online. Every disease, every sickness. Because we know that from the beginning it was not so. Every pattern that has to do with reproduction, every pattern, every wrong pattern that has to do with the reproductive organs, lesipatika, reko supretika palata, apate te 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 te. Eke suko ateke eka aparapata leke pokoto 
you have seen a particular pattern in your family you've seen it you you've seen it growing up you just you've seen it over time and you are scared you are bothered that this same thing will it also happen to me and it looks like you know when you look at your family there's some particular sets of people Rana malaka shira balagala yara bakosu sofrendi yala bakati yala bande koko susofregedi eleke parana manana na nana nasa. Who says that because you are the first daughter you have to have issue with childbirth? No. Reka susufreni yala bakata eleke ketike para patokotu susofregetike lekete e ramana makosu soketike palada barada lekeke ketekete kete. They have told you that. You know, in your family, the first daughter always has an issue. And uh, you have seen that happen in your face. And then you are wondering, will this same thing happen to me? No. Today you will take authority. And by the power of the name of Jesus, by that blood that was shed, we take authority over that foul spirit. That has transcended from generation to generation. And we put an end to it now. Now, in the name of Jesus, he doesn't have to stay. He doesn't have to stay. That pattern doesn't have to stay. It doesn't have to stay. It does not have to stay. It does not have to stay. Jesus, Jesus had paid the price. So if you find an enemy where he's not supposed to be, you cast him out. Out. Father, we thank you. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you praise. Hey, we give you praise. Thank you, Father, for deliverance. Thank you, Father, for a manifestation of the things that we have prayed about. We will see them. We will behold them with our hands. We will see them with our eyes in the name of Jesus. And we decree an eruption of testimonies in the name of Jesus. Let your power be so strong in our midst. We thank you, Father, because that power breaks every yoke. In the name of Jesus, it goes to the root of every generational problem. In the name of Jesus, and we say no more, no more, no more. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Woo, Father, we thank you. Thank you for victory. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every wrong patterns in marriage, Lord, we destroy it right now. In the name of Jesus every wrong patterns where marital destiny is concerned lord we shatter and break and uproot right now in the name of jesus by your spirit by your spirit he who the son sets free is free indeed and so we decree our freedom in the name of jesus somebody shout i'm free say it again i'm free hallelujah So, whenever you see them flying around your territory, cock your, cock your gun, AK, whatever it is that you have, you know what it is? It's the power at work within you. So whatever power it is they are coming with, it's no more than what is inside of you. So whenever you see it, you gun it down immediately. Hallelujah. Praise God.
We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much He wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.